Hello, everybody. Happy 2022. And I am super excited to be recording this episode in a new year. Wow, girl talks. <laughs> we'll be celebrating a new year in February, I think it is. I'll have to double check and get back to y'all. But um, a lot has been popping on my TikTok. I am Jasenia. Um, there was a video that went viral and all of this intertwines in today's topic about women in society age motherhood and all this ideology and pressure put on to women and sadly it's mostly put on by women themselves um, and some maliciously intended to hurt other women and some just innocently just curiosity and excitement and fun um but i find myself surprised by the insensitivity that comes with the wave of men even young boys that have an opinion on this so the video of mine that went viral Right now, it's over 10.5 million views. I, it's just so wild to me. Um, and I'll, I'll share the background to this video. I celebrated my 37th year around the sun in 2021. And my birthday's in September, so it wasn't too long ago. It was like four months ago. And I'm here in Puerto Rico with my best friend and i'm just chilling on the beach just living my best life enjoying the scene soaking up the peace and the joy that i've been able to succumb and and find and work at for almost the last two years and it was such an amazing feeling because a conversation i had with my mother even years prior to um, me turning 37, I think I was probably 33. My mother had just mentioned to me when I turned 33, I just want you to be happy. I just want you to be happy, you know? And happiness is something I've always wished for. You know, it's someone who suffers with smiling depression, for those that don't know. It's having depression that you would otherwise have no idea that a person struggles with because they don't want to burden anyone and they just hide behind a smile. Therapy has been amazing and it has been so life-changing, but we're not going to sidetrack. Let's get back to the conversation that my mother and I had. I just want you to be happy. That conversation was so different than when I was 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. And that idea of what happiness looked like was so different from the moment that I can wrap my mind around what love is. And being Latina and being from an old school traditional family that immigrated here to the u.s plus 
the pop culture of like Disney princess movies that you watch and all this beautiful story tale of love and, you know, having a family and all that really cool stuff painted this idea of happiness being found through a person that joy came from love from another person and that obviously led me to struggle with the biggest lesson that I've learned is to love myself so at 37 well almost 37 my mom and I had this conversation again and she mentioned to me I know that you love children and I know that you had a plan with your previous partner and I know that that plan obviously is no longer a thing and I'll tell you what the plan is I I dated uh, a man who was unable to produce sperm uh, for um, biological reasons those that are probably listening to this for the first time may not know so I will be referring to him briefly um and correctly he was born female and transitioned to a man so of course he could not produce sperm and that was okay with my parents because they understood that we had a plan and our plan was to have a sperm donor and our plan was to do it within a time frame that was coming really close and you know we knew we knew what we wanted and we knew how to go about it we just didn't plan a breakup at least I didn't and it was two beautiful years um, and it led to me finding myself and me working on myself this breakup and me healing past wounds that I just buried under the rug some caused by him and some so deeply rooted by by people that I thought I had been over about it and I just wasn't. And I found grace from that breakup is what I'm trying to get at. I talked to my mom and my mom said, hey, listen, I know that you could still have children on your own when you're ready. So let's circle into this viral video this viral video went viral because here i am this 37 year old hot little mama well not really technically a mama but you know what i'm talking about (laughs) and the caption said 37 single and no kids and that was me wearing it at as a badge that was proud of that because for so long I have burdened myself with the ideas of society, Latin culture, pressures from people that were in my life, whether they knew it or not. And it was like me taking control and owning my peace and owning my happiness and and owning my situation of where I was and, and just having all the love in me to fill me, you know? And what made the the video, I think, pop off was the trending song, the song at the time. And this is why I posted the caption, because it made me think of my mother. The song was, Mama said it's going to be okay. Well, yeah, I heard that little jingle 
and I thought of the conversation and it just felt so right. It felt so right. It is such a simple video. My gosh. <laughs> and it took off and it took off. I literally posted that less than four months ago and I can't believe that it's almost at 11 million views. But what I found in the beginning, what I found in the beginning was how quick and easy the amount of hatred came through, the amount of uproar and the amount of insensitivity that these keyboard warriors, because we all know that everyone always feels fierce and unapologetically themselves behind a keyboard, but knowing very well that if in a present situation, they would never dare cross that line of disrespect. Social media is a whole different conversation. We can jump in that another time when it comes to bullying and cyberbullying and this generation of, it's just, it's crazy to me. It's, it's insane. And I noticed that I was getting attacked by women who had children that, you know, they looked a little beaten up, not to say that they weren't beautiful, because I believe all women are beautiful in all shapes, forms, and sizes. I, I really do believe that. It took me a really long time to learn to love myself in all my forms, because I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. As someone who still battles with my weight, and, and, and that never goes away. You know, I, I was overweight as a kid. I developed anorexia. I then became bulimic. I then became a cardio gym bunny, then a, a, a bodybuilder rat, and like, all this stuff and like finding the balance which is why i created you love you 30 days to self-love the fitness program which will be launching this year by the way sorry for the delay it's just taken a lot with post-production but <clears throat> but i noticed that it was these type of women that did not feel comfortable in their own skin because the first thing that they said was i love my body and sure i would look as great as you if all i had to do was just you know uh go to this doctor or you know get that done and and like totally judging me just because of my physical exterior not knowing a lick of my life and i just felt so bad for them projecting this inner turmoil that existed within them and then there were these other wave of of comments that came from men that literally because my age doesn't fit the look of how i look i i i'm, I'm i get carded especially when i'm not wearing makeup and i'm in like just <laughs> regular clothes that don't show the good goods if you know what i'm saying no low cleavage shirts just like a hoodie a t-shirt you know just regular regular whatever um tomboy me i still get carded and i date so these these older men and young boys were attacking me and 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 telling me that my eggs are withering away that i'm going to be worthless and useless for men and 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 i was just like what in the world and of course all of that changed when i then followed up i think it was like two months later two or three months later because i noticed that there were a small amount of men and women that applaud where I was in life. And without knowing me, a lot of them said a lot of valid things. 
like happiness does not come through children. One should not have children just for their selfish needs. Society pressures people who aren't even ready to be parents and they're not good parents. And these people just, I just applaud like them. I just like loved and pinned them. And every new comment that I saw that like outdid the other comment, I just pinned and I pinned and I pinned because it moved me to see that some people are enlightened and woke. You know, we're still, you know, so many people use the word stay woke, stay woke, but they're blind as hell, blinder than a bat, okay? And I decided to make a video where I discussed a little bit, like there's not much that I can I can talk about, even in the full three minutes that TikTok gives you. I think I did it for like 50 seconds and I said, listen, if my mom said it's okay, because I've been in four very long relationships, to take my time, and be patient and plan and be prepared or as prepared as I can possibly be, then that's all that matters. Y'all don't think that I want to be in a relationship? I do, but I'm not going to sacrifice my peace. You don't think I love children? I adore them and they adore me, but I'm not going to just have a kid because I'm scared that I won't be able to have one. I'm very much go with the flow and believing that what's mine is meant for me. So many people that have the audacity to say, you're going to die alone. There's no greater love than the love that you get from a child. Well, I get the love from a child and that's my niece and she's going to grow up to be an amazing human and I get the love from my nephews who I got when they were babies and children and kids and now they're little you know little young man and a grown man because my my oldest nephew is now 18. I get love all around me I've learned how to love myself let me be happy some people were like why don't you just jump into a relationship and just get knocked up what no no no, I want my baby to come out of love. And if not, and I'm single still, then I have a plan. And when I talked about this and I and I and I through comments or through the videos that I posted, I noticed the shift of hate to understanding to respect and then some levels of love and gratitude from some people that could relate to me. You know, I'm a woman who has survived abuse. I had a miscarriage caused by it. I got pregnant a year later after that breakup in a different relationship while on the ring. It was an atopic pregnancy. And and because of that pregnancy, even though I had a miscarriage, it was a blessing in disguise, as depressing as it was to lose that. I remember the doctor telling me, had this pregnancy not happened while I was on the ring, then he would have never been able to have operated on me and tend to what needed to get tended. You see, when I had the miscarriage, I should have gotten a DNC for as far as long as I was in my pregnancy. I was a little over two months. By then, anyone that has a miscarriage needs to have a DNC. Women obviously know what I'm talking about. Men, if you don't know, basically they have to clean up your uterus and make that space healthy again because what's there, your body doesn't, isn't able to fully at times remove all of its things on its own and it needs some help. 
and surgery is the way. Well, I had my both fallopian tubes reconstructed and I had my uterus completely made spanking brand new. And that was many moons ago. After that, I got on the pill, contraceptive, orally. Uh, <laughs> put me through a lot of emotional roller coasters and a lot of weight gain. And I will not do birth control ever again. <laughs> Never, ever again. Um, for other health reasons too, not just for vanity, but emotionally, hormonally, it was very like mentally, uh, wow. But, um, long story short, I obviously haven't tried. And my goal with my relationship that came after that, which was my last, was to try. And we were going to try and the pandemic happened. And obviously you're locked in and there's so much happening. And the relationship ended. The relationship ended and it was hard. But I realized during therapy and I realized that my plans don't all have to come to an end. I don't need that somebody if i really want that something right i don't need somebody to feel love i have me technically i do need a sperm but that i can get from a donor and i've got me the other half that actually needs to house this and carry it and (laughs) you know what i'm talking about and I know that that's, that leads for a very interesting conversation during my dating because now, you know, I have finally stepped out of my comfort zone, which it's so funny that in the past I used to be so afraid of being alone that now I'm so happy and comfortable and I love being alone and my uncomfortableness now needs to be get out of that and take a leap of faith and go date and meet you know, and um, it's something that I have to verbalize, like, hey, it's, it's, it's something that I'm going to weigh as my option, it's not my, like, life, or it's not life or death, but if, but you have to understand where I'm coming from, right, and I think that if a person can understand that, beautiful, that's the only way it'll work, right, Or if the plan is, hey, we are dating with the intent of marriage because that's honestly the only reason why I'm even dating. I'm not dating to have a boyfriend. I don't want a boyfriend. I've had four in my life. (laughs) I've had four in my life. I need a man. I need a man friend. I need a husband. That's, That's what I want. That's what I need. And with him, I need to have a plan of my future, our future, and what that's gonna look like and um and just work at it and compliment each other. Um, recently, someone strongly loved by the whole world, better known as the first lady of television, America's grandmother, Betty White would have lived to been 100 years old this, this, this month, this year. And she passed away. And that's sad. But there was something about her that I didn't know and I don't think anybody knew. And that's that she never had children of her own. And this was a decision that she made and a decision that she did not regret once. You know, she 
obviously had been married before. She was a stepmother to three kids. Um, she spent her life proudly and loudly advocating for animals and wildlife. You know, in an interview, she said, I'll never regret my decision. And she says this, which is very interesting because I didn't think that someone in her her bracket of, of, of I guess, economical status would even th- consider what she said. So I was just in awe when I read it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it with y'all. This is on the New York Post. Betty says, I'm so compulsive about stuff. I know that if I had ever gotten pregnant, of course, that would have been my whole focus, but I didn't choose to make that my focus or to have children because I focused on my career. And I just don't think as compulsive as I am that I'd be able to manage both. When I read that last part, it really like, how could you, how would you not be able to manage both? Like you're rich, (laughs) but I get it as someone who's a working woman a woman that's a creator who works for her money, who works for her ideas, who 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 works for herself, who's her own boss. It's 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 a different time that she was living this and she was so ahead of her time, so ahead of the women's movement. I don't think she realized one of the first TV female producers hosting shows that were male driven this woman was a pioneer and I didn't know that part until I actually watched the Netflix uh, uh, documentary, which is, I feel like everything happens in my life so, so synergetically because I literally watched that today. You know, I I knew that I was going to record this podcast with the intent of talking about, you know, my TikTok and my personal uh, ideas of, of motherhood, especially since I'm now 37 and it was like all these pieces just fell into my 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 radar and I was like this would be really great to put into the podcast and here I am sharing this information with you and in the documentary that I saw I saw how much this woman loved animals and how much she was loved by people who loved her and the woman do you know what a hundred years old is and to be a working actress first of all to be alive for that long oh my god but to be able to learn lines and to show up to work and to do what what that is insane and and to survive covid because let's be honest with you that happened in 2021 and it's now 2022 so god bless her soul and may she rest in peace and this bit of information i'm so happy is a focus and highlight of her life not just her career because that's all great but this is amazing for women such as myself and the women that are now entering their 30s So here's my message for the young women that are stepping into this this world, right? Chill out. Stop freaking yourself out and stop letting other people freak you out, okay? Because once upon a time, way before 
the widespread availability of the pill, women had no choice but to have children in their young, early teenage years and 20s. But contraceptives allowed women to then make a choice, okay, between having babies or having careers. And technology now, by the way, not only with egg donations and egg freezing or surrogates or in vitro, it's allowing more and more women to just beat that biological clock and allow them to have room to breathe. I am looking into getting my eggs frozen, okay? I am dabbing into that world. I'm beginning to get material, reaching out. I really want to do that. I really, just for my own peace of mind, I want to do that, okay? And the moment that I do do it, I will share it with y'all. I promise I will share it. I will document it. But I want you to just stop freaking yourself out and start realizing that you have been given opportunities and chances that our mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, and it goes far back into centuries, could not otherwise have. We also need women and men to stop criticizing other women with what they choose to do with their bodies. And furthermore, stop criticizing these women and believing that they're just being selfish when really the selfish thing to have anyone who's not ready to have children is to have them have children just because you don't want to die alone. Don't you want someone taking care of you when you're old? That's not a reason to have children. Come on. Listen, I know plenty of people who have children, and where are those kids? I remember when I was working in the psychiatric crisis unit, these people were being dumped or left behind. So no, there's no guarantee, okay? You have a child because you want to have a child. You have a child because you're ready to have a child mentally, financially, spiritually, whatever ready means for you. And please, please, please don't think that because a woman is a career woman that she's there just living her best life and not stressing out or not having any responsibilities. No, there's a woman that's trying to keep her life balanced. I get so judged. You're like, oh, you have no bills to pay. What? I take care of two other adults, honey. And even though my stress level has definitely gotten smaller as my work directions has have become wider and smarter, you know, having different economical income coming in from different revenue streams has helped me secure my, not just my present, but my future. It's like, okay, don't judge me because you think that I'm doing X, Y, and Z because it's, it's not that. I'm choosing to work on myself so that when I do bring a child into the world, whether it's with my partner or by myself, that it is through pure love because it comes from within. And trust me, this has nothing to do with ego, about accomplishing all these amazing things. Because here's the thing, it doesn't matter if a woman gets a master's degree, solves a, a, a world problem, or helps 
during a disaster that can impact, you know, the future to come. None of that matters if we're being chastised by the people we love and run to. So for anyone that's listening to this who might have a younger sister or a friend who's single or even a couple who are, they don't have kids, who may be married, who may have that life. And what what's the next step? Don't, it. this is a conversation that does not involve you. It involves that individual. And if that individual is with someone, their partner, their significant other. Because although, yes, success might be amazing you do not know what another person is aspiring to do with their lives because i know that motherhood and i've seen it in so many different women in my life it changes you you know some people aren't meant for it but some women become this evolved version of themselves they're literally superheroes and i just want anyone that's listening to this to know that you are worthy that you are love that you are deserving and i want you to remember to just always love yourself in the present time of your life that you are living in i truly hope that all women can make peace with whatever their decision is in terms of their fertility in terms of their choices when it comes to motherhood because it is your life baby girl it is your life and you have a right to live it how you want to and no one else should have a say in it so for all my mamas my baby mamas and my mamacitas mamas and my bad bass mamas i just want to give y'all a big hug and tell you that I love you mucho, 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 mucho. And I hope that for anyone that was listening to this, man, woman, married, single, question mark, whatever, that you learned a little something, something. Men, be a little bit more sensitive. Women, be a little bit more intuitive. And queens, don't you stress. Don't stress that pretty mind of yours.